0: you are listening to the remote preneurs podcast here you'll learn how to adapt to a new future of doing business remotely by listening to interviews with the new breed of entrepreneurs called remote preneurs now welcome your host a remote preneur that came from the factories to building multiple location independent incomes all remotely Philip Bill Stankowski. Welcome to the Remote Preneurs Podcast. My name is Philip Stankowski, and for the past five years, I've been top rated freelancer and managed to build multiple location independent incomes. I'm starting this podcast because freelancing changed my life from feeling like a loser, being depressed, and under constant anxiety about my future, turning more money than top executives in my country, and finally feeling fulfilled. Later in my story, you'll hear about my transformation. Now, listen. I have important message to share with you. I believe the new entrepreneurs are remotepreneurs. And the purpose of this podcast is to serve as tool to every entrepreneur, expat, freelancer, digital nomad, employee, basically everyone who is stuck and struggling to either build their business remotely using outsourcing or simply trying to escape the trap of corporate job and build their location independent freelance career. We all heard that success leaves clues and you should always learn from other people's mistakes. I agree 100%. So you can expect a weekly podcast interviews with the most successful freelancers and entrepreneurs that managed to escape the matrix and created their own reality remotely. I highly value time and promise you only high quality content and applicable knowledge that will help you to build your own location-independent economy and become a successful remotepreneur. I invite you to visit my website remotepreneurs.com and subscribe to the newsletter so you can tune in weekly and learn from other remotepreneurs mistakes and success on topics about outsourcing, building and managing remote teams, scaling and running business remotely, freelancing strategies, lifestyle and many more unique topics about creating your own independent remote economy. Now As I promised, I want to share you my transformation, but before I share it with you, let me tell you about the surroundings where I grew up. I come from Macedonia, Southeastern Europe, on the Balkan Peninsula, or more popular, the Balkans, the place where all major wars starters. Here, the mindset about the road to success is weird and broken. On the one side, our parents preach, you must finish university to find a stable, secure job, preferably in public administration. And on the other side, our young believe in greener pastures. They believe the only way to succeed is to leave the country and move into one of the developed Western countries. They lost their vision of the future and are ready to sacrifice their university degrees and dreams so they can flip burgers in other countries and pretend they are happy. Finally, almost everybody believes that if you're successful in business, you must know somebody, found a shortcut, you were lucky or committed a fraud. In short, people are living with scarcity mentality, believe in greener pastures, and think the future is dark. Now, let me share you my story and why I started this podcast. My both parents have university degree and both lost their jobs when they were most productive, in their mid-40s, because the country went to transition and everything changed. To make matters worse, my father's sister or my aunt tricked him and took half of the apartment that should have belonged to my father, according to my grandfather's will. So my father had to buy something that was supposed to be his. As a kid, I learned that you cannot count on family and bad things happen to good people. Therefore, during my childhood, I grew up poor and with scarcity mentality. Everything was considered expense and we were saving every penny because we didn't have alternative. I must admit, my parents were resourceful and trying hard to provide us with great life and they did amazing job with the little money they had left. I was grateful, but I was always dreaming for more. And from a young age, I made commitment that one day I'll be financially successful and help my family and friends. All the conditions above forced me to become introvert, have scarce mentality, afraid of the unknown, wasn't exposing myself to others, And lost the belief of higher education. So in my late teens, I landed my first job in a shoe factory and I was being paid 50 cents an hour. Let me repeat that again. 50 cents an hour. After my first paycheck, I learned that I'll never have money if I continue that road. So as everybody else, I dreamed of the promised land, aka America. I made my life mission and became obsessed to visit USA and tried different routes to achieve that. The first one was through ship cruise line working as a junior waiter. I applied to become a waiter, trained daily, and was rejected because of my age. My dream was crushed, but I didn't give up. So I decided to do something I didn't believe, study university to get visa. After 3-4 years of scraping money and having good grades in university, I managed to get work and travel visa and found a job in amusement park in Santa Cruz, California. When I finally saw the promised land for myself, I experienced culture shock and was surprised to see a town of 50,000 people have thousands of homeless people sleeping on the streets. I mean it was far worse than my town. We don't have that many homeless people. We are a town of 100,000 people. And maybe 100 of them are homeless. I saw extreme poverty or extreme wealth. It wasn't like in the movies. However, I must admit, USA had great working system where everything depends on you. You're either good or bad. Same rules like in the jungle applied. You're either an antelope or a lion. You're either going to eat or be eaten. I respected that, Because in my country, everything was about connections and nothing about individual potential and capabilities. I recognize the opportunity and choose a job that is harder, but more rewarding. I signed up to work in a fast food restaurant because you get one free meal and have a chance to get commission for selling beach bottle souvenirs from Pepsi company. Additionally, after applying to hundreds of jobs, I secured a second job and another free meal. I guess the resourcefulness in me started to work in my favor. One day, I went to Bank of America to open a bank account and saw a promotion, refer a friend and get $25 each. I immediately referred my friend as my first referral and we both earned $25. Afterwards, I started bringing two, three students each day to open a bank account and was earning additionally $50 a day just from the referrals, so in the first few weeks in USA, I was getting paid salary from two places, secured two free meals and earning commission from the souvenirs bottles and bank referrals. So now basically, I created four sources of income. And from earning 50 cents an hour, or about four or five bucks a day, I started earning $160 a day without reading any book or course about it. It was pure massive action and hunger to succeed. That summer, I became the best seller of the beach bottle souvenir competition and won multiple awards from Pepsi without any training just by action. Unintentionally, I've entered the water of sales profession and I loved it. After I came back home, I found an opportunity in sales, life insurance agent. That's probably the most disliked job everywhere in the world and especially in my country. That's like science fiction. However, I committed to succeed and by doing massive actions of things I didn't like, also known as cold calling and door-to-door sales, in a short period of time, I managed to become top sales agent and was promoted to a broker with a sales team to manage and along the way, I won multiple awards and trips from the company. I was flying in those clouds and was feeling like a superstar. For me, the future was bright. Well... The feeling lasted a short period of time because I allowed to get influenced by society and lost faith of the product that I sold. So I started sabotaging my success and eventually got fired. The next two years were the hardest in my life. I was feeling like a loser, lost confidence in myself, experienced heavy anxiety and couldn't properly breathe. So I had to find a way out. I was so depressed, that I even tried to get in something I despise the most, politics. After a few weeks in it, I hated myself even more and quit politics for good. I tried chasing the corporate career and applied to hundreds of job positions and got rejected or ignored by all. My parents, friends and everybody that meant something to me were pressuring me to forget my big dreams and just get any safe and secure job, even in factory for minimum wage. They were forcing me to get back to something I knew I would be miserable and regret for the rest of my life. I was simply in a hole and I didn't know how to get out. I touched the rock bottom when I had to ask my father to borrow me $2. He said, I'll give you the $2. It doesn't mean anything to me, but it's painful and hurts me to see my son that is 25 and doesn't have even $2 in the pocket. That broke me and I almost started to cry. But my father stopped me and said, don't dare to cry because that won't solve your problem. Go man up and find a solution. After that moment, everything changed because it couldn't get worse. So I decided to use the negativity I have inside me as a nuclear fuel and propel myself out of the dirt and launch into the sky. I listened to Jim Rohn's Challenge to Succeed audio program probably hundreds of times and started following his advices. Two things I learned from Jim Rohn were, for things to change, you have to change. And don't wish it was easy, wish you were better. These two quotes forced me to develop my sales skills and do whatever it takes to get my money right. After dozens of failed attempts, I finally discovered the world of freelancing from a friend and made a decision to succeed as a sales freelancer. That decision completely changed my life and helped me to bounce out of the rock bottom and see the light at the end of the tunnel. Fast forward today, I'm a top rated freelancer on a major freelance platform. I earned more money than the top executive in my country and became unemployable. I developed four sources of income, backed up with two, three mini flows, and all of them are remote and location independent. And no, I do not have a real office nor real employees. During building of my career, I had the opportunity and time to travel and work from dozens of countries like Philippines, Thailand, Zanzibar, Egypt, almost all European countries. I've been and still am involved in both sides of the freelance and outsourcing equation as a freelancer and employer myself. I've seen the struggle and issues that both sides have, so I want this podcast to serve as a knowledge base for everybody that wants to build their future remotely and become a successful remotepreneur. Now, let me summarize my thoughts why I believe the remotepreneurs are the future. First of all, Thanks to my highly educated parents' experience of losing their safe job and struggling with money all life, I learned that your university degree won't secure your future. I have a university degree in law and never used it except for getting the United States visa. I found out that I learned more from short courses and books than years studying subjects that are outdated and no applicable in the real world. Also, You should never depend on one source of anything in life, especially income, because safe jobs don't exist and nothing lasts forever. The 9 to 5 job is no longer applicable because business started to serve international clients with different time zones and you can complete a task on the way home using your cell phone. So you kind of never finished with work if you're on the internet. The myth that you must live in a developed country if you want to build a successful business is no longer true thanks to technology and internet. Living in a developed country like America started to become a disadvantage due to high tax and rent. And I don't want to even mention all the fluffy laws they enforce on a regular basis that only hold you a hostage. On the other side, it's not smart to build your entire economy in one country, especially where it's not 100% stable, like the Balkans, where there is always tension and one step away from another conflict. When it comes to family and friends, as I've mentioned, early in my life, I learned that you cannot really count on family and friends for help, and you're creator of your own destiny. So what's the solution? The solution is to build your own location independent remote economy and become a remote preneur. But to achieve that and make the switch, you'll need to develop new remote skills like outsourcing, freelance sales strategies, running an online business, managing remote teams, and other topics that we will cover on this podcast. So fellow remote preneurs, I invite you to go to remotepreneurs.com and sign up to our newsletter in order to receive weekly podcast updates and lessons shared by successful remotepreneurs. Thank you for devoting time and to listen to this intro episode. I promise that if you follow and share this podcast, you will receive valuable information that will help your remotepreneur career. Until next time, bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to the podcast to be the first to hear new episodes. And if you feel that this episode provided you with value, we invite you to share this podcast with a friend that is trying to escape the matrix and create his or her own remote economy. Visit remotepreneurs.com and join the email list to receive this episode's show notes and a welcoming gift.